Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and God bless all of you. Amen? Amen. The Lord is with us, saints. He's here with us when things look great and when things look almost so great. Amen? So we rejoice in the Lord and in his presence and in his love and his grace. And I know you've been looking forward to tonight. Well, so have I. Amen. The Lord uh, is taking us into a place where he is determined that we're going to do every day what he's been teaching us to do. And so we're going to submit ourselves to him tonight, and we're going to cooperate with his plan. Amen. Amen. We're going to stop letting things slide like we have done in the past. And we're actually going to do what God has called us to do. Amen? It's not a hard thing. He's taught it to us over and over. We're just going to finally do it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad that each of you could come up and join us. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. And on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we meet as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. So... We are encouraging you and inviting you to join us in our chat room as we explore the word of the Lord and we receive from his very presence. Our chat room is located on our webpage, and our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. Amen? When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, Sign in using your own name, and then go to the appropriate spot and enter your greeting for the saints that are already up and in the chat room, amen, and they will greet you in the name of the Lord, amen? Praise the Lord. If you're on uh, your cell phone, we encourage you to do the same. Go to your browser and bring up MiracleInternetChurch.com, MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page changes and the page comes up, there'll be three white lines against a black background. That is your link. 
click the three white lines, and then the rest of the links will open to you, and you can follow the instructions that were previously given. Amen? We pray the Lord's blessing on everyone that came up tonight, and we know that you will be blessed. If for some reason you must be interrupted from participating, you can always recast this message at MiracleInternetChurch.com and go across the banner to Archive Sermons. Click Archive Sermons and scroll down till tonight's message. Amen? Amen. And tonight's message is Stop the Enemy's Oppression. Stop the Enemy's Oppression. Amen. Well, saints. It's been a few days since we've talked, but I'm happy to know that so many of you are responding to our call for love and expression of our tangible sympathy to our sister and her son. Uh, For those of you who uh, are not, haven't been keeping up, you may go back to Sunday's message. I don't remember what Sunday's message was called, but you may go back to Sunday's message and uh, recast it, and you'll get the gist of what we're talking about. Amen? Uh, I have left the instructions in the chat room. You might have to scroll up a little bit to get them, but I've left the instructions in the chat room. Feel free to follow them, and then I'm certain that uh, our sister and her son will be blessed. I know the Lord is very pleased with what we are doing. He was very happy about what we did Sunday, and you are to be commended in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, and thank you for your wholehearted participation. The Lord has a word for us tonight, and he wants us to do it. He wants us to do it immediately. He doesn't want us to hesitate. He wants us to get right down to it. Amen? So we're going to pray and thank the Lord for his goodness to us. And then we're going to get right down to it. Amen? We're going to get right down to it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the gift of giving. You gave your very best when you gave us your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And with him, you have freely given us all things. We thank you for your generosity and your graciousness, your mercy, your patience, and your love toward us. As your children... We're seeking to walk as he walked. We're seeking to emulate his steps. He said that we would do greater works. So, Lord, we've opened our hands and our hearts and our wallets, and we're proceeding to do works that please you. We thank you for every opportunity that we have to serve you in the earth. We thank you for the upcoming revival 
We thank you that in the midst of all of this chaos, somebody's going to figure out that there is only one Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. No one else saves their nation. We can only do the part that we've been called to do. But there is but one Savior. And Lord, we're waiting for that moment when a whole lot more people finally get the point. But until that time, we're going to keep standing, we're going to continue believing, and we're going to keep praying. We're going to keep fasting because we know that in time, the change will come. We know that in time, the change will come. Yes, Lord, there are those who have their own plan that they think is great but is actually quite evil. And they're doing everything they can do to work their plan. But their plan isn't your plan. And the Bible says that it's your plans that prevail. So, Father, we thank you that we have come to know who we believe in. We're coming to know, to believe, and to trust the true and living God. Thank you for the word of God to us. We thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ who washes away our sins. We thank you, Lord, for the armor of God and what it means to each believer. We thank you, Lord, for your very presence here in our midst because you declare that when two or three of us are gathered together in your name, you're in our midst. We thank you. We welcome you. We bless the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your very glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, the ministering spirits you have, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for that great cloud of witnesses. That crowd, that cloud of witnesses is growing, Lord. But we're looking forward to the day when we'll all meet together. But until that time, we're here to give you praise. We're here to give you worship and love and adoration and worship. So we thank you, Father, for the word that you've prepared for us tonight. It's good meat for our souls and our spirits and even for our bodies because the word declares that you send your word to heal us and to deliver us from all of our destruction. We want to thank you. There is but one deliverer. There is but one Savior. No mortal, just God himself. So we thank you, Lord, that no matter what we learn, no matter what we discover about the wickedness that man has done, it cannot outdo the love of God. The Bible says where sin doth abound, your grace doth much more abound. We believe you, Lord, and we trust you, and we're acting on your holy word. 
And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, a strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, and we bind every form of ungodliness, every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. Amen. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. And we bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks. And we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic and digital demons, technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits, their attacks, all kundalini, brainwashing spirits, their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks. Unclean spirits, all passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, all seducing, womanizing, smart dust and drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, boredom spirits, their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attacks in Jesus' name. All hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks. All electromagnetic attacks, technology and particle attacks. Technopaganism, mind control by the occult. Force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes. Pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, and especially the vibrations that are demons, binding all mystic rituals and their intent, Binding all sonic frequency attacks and the works of every druid, all 
uh, uh, radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, all EMF and EMP attacks, all 5G and and its components. We thank you, Lord, that you help us in everything. You help us to understand things and to know things that the enemy does not want us to know. We particularly lift up to you, Lord, all the mystic rituals and their intent. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the witchcraft done on the full moon, especially this month, on the high days, especially this month. We bind all the witchcraft done for Halloween, all the sacrifices done for Halloween. We bind it all in the name of Jesus. We bind all the money sacrifices for Halloween in Jesus' name. May it be the most unprofitable holiday that exists in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all of the evil works done for Day of the Dead in the name of Jesus. Everything done against the upcoming November midterm elections. We take authority, dominion, and power, and we bind all of the works of the devil. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage and into the fire of God in Jesus' holy name. Every wicked work done at the groves, we take authority, dominion, all the blood sacrifices, even the human and sexual uh, sacrifices that are done there, Father, uh, to affect the outcome of the November midterm elections. We send those powers right back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them to perpetrate on innocent people in the name of Jesus. We send that wickedness right back with, <clears throat> from whence it came according to the scriptures. Because, Father, you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the powers that they're working in us, the power that works in us, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We take authority, dominion, and power over the powers, the sacrifices, the evil works, and the evil devices that are planned and that are executed under the sea. Father, they think they get away with it in in darkness and in secrecy, but we ask for your light to penetrate that world and uncover its wickedness in Jesus' name. We forbid it to come on land. We forbid it to come on land. We send it right back where it came from.
We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We send the power in the name of Jesus. We send the name of Jesus as a barrier between that world and this world in Jesus' name. All the wickedness done in the heavenly. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every maneuver, every entity involved. We send confusion and division into the enemy's camp in the name of Jesus Christ. We place the evil works back on the hands of the entities that are supposed to execute it against us on earth. We bind all trolls in Jesus' name. We cover these prayers with the blood of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we put into the hands of the Godhead everything that's being done in the cities under the sea in Jesus' name. Everything that's being done in the heavenly, and everything that's being forced in the earth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. The heavens do rule. Lord, you rule the heavens. Father, in the name of Jesus, as your children, we come before your throne boldly, as you call us to do, and we humble ourselves, and we ask you, Lord, to move even further into the situations that have presented themselves from the globally, in Jesus' name. Let your plans proceed, Father. Yes, Lord. Let your plans proceed, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with your plans, Lord. Break it, 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 break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over 5G, all of its components, 
everything coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, and through every electronic and digital device in Jesus' name. We bind up its capabilities. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind all weapons of mass destruction. All military weapons used against the populace, we bind in Jesus' name. Military bioweapons. We bind our hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks on mystic rituals and their intent, all EMF and EMP attacks. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, Indonesian, Australian, New Zealander, Tribal groups, indigenous groups, islanders, every group that has not been mentioned, Jamaican, Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic, we bind all more gelons attacks. And return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air. And we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and other demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. Spirits of infirmity, supplanting, we bind mammon and his agents. And with eternal chains under darkness, we chain mammon's feet in Jesus' name. We chain mammon's feet in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate. 
harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, monitor, besmirch, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. We bind the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind all spirits sent forth to distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind in Jesus' name. We bind food lust in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind food lust in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. We, by Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you. You are working in my behalf. And in behalf of the saints returning to us, items that were removed from our possession against our will, regardless of how it happened, we are thanking you for the return of those items in the name of Jesus Christ, and we give you the praise, we give you the glory, and we give you the honor. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, Devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience, Martial Arts, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Practices, and Spirits. Lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind the king of pride. We strip him of all his armaments in the name of Jesus. And we chain him with eternal chains under darkness and his agents in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. And particularly, Lord, with respect to the November uh, midterm elections in Jesus' name. 
Read the brush at the bricket that it also to the bricket. Look at that. We raise the shield of faith. A ruku to the kakaka to go to the back and go to the neon, the neon, and the also nana yakota. Haya kakitotaha. Yakoto over a kiasa has a manosa taha. Aha. Yakoto makiasa. We raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over foreign influence. Meddling in our affairs in Jesus' name. We thank you for full exposure, Father. Full exposure, full exposure, full exposure in advance in the name of Jesus Christ. Even through agents that have been placed in our nations. Isha da rabruko de ridio sola de diende rabruka sala de dio sota rabrike de ridio sola de dianda regista de rabruka ta riketi de brusha ta rabrike de ridio sola de yosuka fababa shataramanaki asai we bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry we bind every form of rebellion idolatry root work mind control apathy nature worship deception scoffing error worldly indoctrination military spirits rioting abuse all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilet, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. And we bind the 72 yet again in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them all with eternal chains unto darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, prompting, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft in Jesus' name and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ceremony, rite, and ritual and their powers and the intents of those ceremonies in Jesus' name, and pledges, and along with the associated organizations, we bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grip in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinion and the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their heads as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. 
When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit that came through the computer or through our electronic device that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind you now. We command you to leave us and never return again in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for releasing your warring angels to war against these spirits and to take them captive in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us, Lord. Your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Father, and we cover our vehicles and the mode of transportation that we use with the blood of Jesus. We take authority and dominion over any entity or any objects that may be in the road so that they don't cross our path. And we thank you and we give you praise, Father. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We forbid animals to come and defecate on our, on our property, leaving curses on our property in the name of Jesus. We return those curses from which they came in the name of Jesus Christ and the full effects thereof according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We take authority over all demons of the night, bad dreams, night, nightmares, sex dreams, even dreams we can't remember. We cut ourselves free from those dreams, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, or anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for warrior angels to protect us through our, through the night. We remind ourselves of Psalm 91 and your protections over us, Father. And the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. All the witchcraft done on the moon. Amen. All the way through the end of the year, we take authority, dominion, and power over all that witchcraft, Father, and we return it where it came from. You didn't ask anybody to do that. And you never have, you never will. So we thank you, Father. And we raise the shield of faith against the lawlessness that is in the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything being sent to us, and we send it back from where it came from, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. It's not ours, and we refuse to receive it. We reject it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we deny it entrance into our lives. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of all the witchcraft, the psychic thoughts, the psychic prayers, love spells, spells of any kind, hexes, curses, vexes, 
jinxes, potions, bewitchments, sickness, destruction, pain, torment, incense and candle burnings, chantings, ungodly blessings, incantations, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sin, and all other forms of ungodliness we bind away from us in the name of Jesus Christ, and we loose ourselves from that. In the name of Jesus, we bind spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, spirits of heaviness, spirits of fear, and spirits of hatred. And we thank you, Father, for releasing the peace of God from the Prince of Peace upon your people tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, 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 amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up to you um, Brother Sam. And we ask you to send waves of encouragement to him, Lord. He's standing fast in the faith, never be, never wavering, Father, in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the reports of the doctors in Jesus' name. We tear those words down. With the blood of Jesus, we erase them from the spirit realm and the natural world in the name of Jesus. We declare that the word of God has the preeminence in Brother Sam's life and in his physical condition and in his body in Jesus' name. Father, you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that he or we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. The Bible says you heal them all. And we know that your word is truth, Father. So we continue to stand on your word as his breakthroughs come through for him, Father. In the name of Jesus, he stood quite a long time, Lord. He's grown quite a bit. He's come to know the word a lot better, Lord. His faith is a lot stronger. He's not giving up and neither are we. Amen. It's through faith and patience, Father, that we inherit the promises. And we thank you for him tonight. We thank you for his testimony. We thank you for his stand. And we thank you, Lord, for waves after wave after wave after wave of encouragement coming to him, Lord, encouraging him to continue to stand, to believe, to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. We release divine healing and miracles to him now in Jesus' holy name. We release. Brother Sam, just say, Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. The church is in agreement in Jesus' holy name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Some battles are just long, but you just keep going. Amen. Well, saints. Uh, Our featured psalm for tonight is Psalm 61, Psalm 61, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalms as well, Psalm 85, verse 8, Psalm 85, verse 8. Our featured e-book is The Spirit of Lust, Flesh and Demons Work Together. Flesh and demons work together. Our guest calling number remains, area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. 
Tonight, the Lord wants to talk to us about stop the enemy's oppression. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to stop the enemy's oppression. Amen. I told you God loves us. Amen. Well, Satan and his demons have no right, none whatsoever. They have no right at all. They have no power, no authority in the life of the believer. That would be you and me. He has no right, no power, and no authority in the life of the believer. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, neither give place to the devil, neither give place to the devil. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? Don't give the devil a place. Well, presently, he doesn't have one. Jesus took all of that from him. In order for him to get one, you've got to give him one. And so you're encouraged not to do that. That's right. You're encouraged not to do that. It's something you should refrain from doing. Amen? Amen. It says, be ye angry and sin not, and let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither, in addition to that, neither give place to the devil. You see, it is possible for saints to be provoked to sin by Satan, but we must not yield to such provoking or to give place to the devil. Amen. He will try, but we're not supposed to let him get away with it. He's illegal. He has no rights. Amen. So we're not supposed to let him get away with anything. That's the way it's supposed to be. Amen. We are not allowed. We are not supposed to. We sin when we do. Allow the devil to take advantage of that that he has no right to. We're not supposed to leave any such place or room. We've talked about this before. Or foothold. No place for him to begin to build a fortress against us, for him to have armaments against us. We're not supposed to allow him any of those privileges. Not one. We're not supposed to give him an opportunity. And that's what open doors do. They give the enemy opportunities to work against us that he would not ordinarily have. And it's up to us 
to make sure that he doesn't get any opportunity. You know, sometimes it can be fairly easy. We just need to close our mouths. That's right. Sometimes it can be fairly simple. We just need to close our mouths. It's a lot easier to close your mouth and close the door to the devil than to open your mouth and let him in. You choose. Do not be deceived. Satan and his demon forces cannot overpower a born-again Christian and exercise power and authority over him completely against his will. Amen. The only way Satan and his demons can gain access into our lives is if we give them an opening through our minds. The only way Satan and his demons can gain access into our lives is if we give them an opening through our minds. We have to allow him in. He's been put on notice, and in most of our cases, he's pretty much been kicked out. Now, some of us have some problems that we, we've we had for a while that we're still working on. But for the most part, he's been kicked out, literally. We're not supposed to let him back in. You see, if you've been in this ministry for over five years and you're still acting the same way you were acting before you came to this ministry, you're doing an awful lot wrong. You're doing an awful lot that's wrong. If you haven't changed and you're still the same stubborn, hard-head, obstinate person, full of pride, things that ought not to be spoken, then you have been doing a lot wrong. And you need to go spend some serious fasting time, seeking God time, because you're backslidden. You stand a serious chance of missing the kingdom. Amen and so. Because everyone else that's doing what God says to do is changing. We're not the same people we were last year. So if you're still acting just as childish and just as backward as you were five years ago, you need to go have a serious time of fasting and prayer before the Lord. You see, this is not a ministry where you can just sit it out, you know, like they do in a lot of places. They they show up on Sundays, they sit down, 
They listen to whatever be, is, is said or sung. They get up and go home and act the same way they've been acting for years. And there's never any change or any improvement. This is not that place. This is not that place at all. We are changing. We are growing. We are maturing. We are developing. We are becoming what God sent us into the world to be. We encourage you to join us. But that means you can't just sit back on your leaves and do absolutely nothing. We teach you Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, and you act like nothing's been said. We teach you 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, and you act like you've never heard of it. It's not going to work. God is requiring change, and you need to answer him. Amen. If you're still running around with a mouthful of false accusations, especially about your spouse, you need your mouth at the blood of Jesus Christ. Because your heart has too much wickedness in it. Praise the Lord, and that's just the truth. The only way Satan and his demons can gain access into our lives is if we give them an opening through our minds. It is up to us to resist and refuse to give him and his demons an entrance into our minds so that he can oppress us. It is up to us to resist and refuse to give him and his demons an entrance into our minds so that he can oppress us. It's not anybody else's responsibility. It's your own. It's your responsibility. A man is a spirit being with a soul and a body. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Thessalonians, let me see there. Chapter 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is interested in the work in our spirit man, our inner man. Without the spirit, Man's body is dead. It says so in James chapter 2, verse 26. James chapter 2, verse 26. James chapter 2, verse 26. For as the body 
without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So you see, you can't say that you have faith and come to church and not apply the sermons to your life because that's dead also. Just as the body without the spirit in it is dead, so is you saying that you're a Christian and you have faith and you're not doing anything in Christ, you're not taking the sermons, applying them to your life so that growth and development can take place and further deliverance and healing and restoration. You're not participating. You want to sit on the sidelines and watch everybody else do it. Well, there is no dugout in this faith can hide out from doing the work of the Lord. There is no dugout so you can hide out to keep from doing what God has called us to do and to be in the scriptures. Everybody is on the playing field, and everybody's got a job and a responsibility. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is through our spirit, our inner man, that we are able to communicate with and to know God. Amen. From within, you see. Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. There's a renewal going on on the inside of us, the word of God and the spirit of God. We're being changed. We're being transformed. If you're participating truthfully and sincerely in this ministry, you should see change. If you're not seeing any, you left Jesus Christ back there somewhere. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, the spirit is the very life that God gives to man. It's the best part of us. Let me say it that way. It's the best part of us. When you were born again, you were born of the spirit of God. And God's spirit lives within your spirit. Amen. Let's go to First Peter. I think that's where. No, I'm going someplace else first. Amen. Hmm. I missed one, Jesus. Hold on. I am going to First Peter. Go on to First Peter. I'll tell you where in a second. First Peter. That's a good place to go. one verse 23 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23 
being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. You were not born again by something that corrupted in the Garden of Eden. No, but by the incorruptible word of God, which lives and abides forever. Amen. I think I want to go here, too. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where are we going, Holy Spirit? We're going to a scripture. Amen. As soon as I get there, I'll tell you where I am, and you can join me there. No, not that one. Ah, that's not the one I want either. Oh, well, I'll find it a little later. You've not been born again by something that has been corrupted. You've been born again by a pure spirit, a holy spirit, a holy word. It comes directly from God himself. That's how you got born again. It's not something you can work up on your own. You can't fry enough chicken and make enough sweet potato pies to get born again. It doesn't work that way. You can't tell enough people about Jesus to get born again. It doesn't work that way either. Amen? So the Lord tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. That's why you don't fit with the world anymore. That's not the spirit that you have. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. That's important. In chapter 3, verse 16, you're not supposed to fit into the world anymore. You've been brought out of the world. You're now in the kingdom of God's dear son. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Know ye not, don't you know, that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? God's Spirit lives in you. That's right. So since the Spirit of God lives in you, You cannot be defiled in that place. Amen? Amen. A born-again believer who is walking in close 
fellowship with God is not corrupted in their spirit. Demons do not dwell where the spirit of God is. They don't like him, and they don't want to be with him. However, a born-again, spirit-filled believer can become oppressed, tormented, and eventually controlled by demon spirits if he yields to them and gives those spirits entrance. There is no way a demon can just walk up to you, jump on you, beat you up, and drag you off to hell. It's just not going to be like that. In order for those kinds of things to happen, as awful as that sounded, you've got to give in and yield to those spirits and give them entrance. They can't jump on you out of a tree and beat you up and haul you off. It's just not going to happen, okay? Some of you are giggling because it sounds quite absurd. Well, truthfully, but think about what does happen. What does happen is the devil starts in your thought life, and you're either too preoccupied with something else to pay attention to the fact that it's actually the devil, because sometimes when he comes, he sounds like your own voice, things that don't line up with the word of God nor the spirit of God. And you're preoccupied with something else, and you don't really notice it's him, and you kind of just let him yak and yak and yak. But at some point, you should realize that that's a foreign entity. And since we teach you to bind every thought, once you bind it, it gets bound, and you just keep binding it, and it'll have to shut up. Well, how do I know? How how do I know? Okay, I bind it. In Jesus' name, I bind that thought. Go straight to 2 Corinthians. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. You just keep quoting that scripture over and over and over, and the devil will have to shut up. He has no choice. He has to close his mouth. You see, well, I'm trying to figure out if it's the devil or if it's the Lord. Well, if you keep binding, you'll find out the devil's going to have to be awfully quiet. He's going to have to stop talking. And the voice of the Lord will gradually get clearer and clearer and clearer to you. Well, I don't hear a voice. Well, there are a lot of people that don't hear a voice. They have an unction down inside them, and they know that they know that they know that it's God. How about that? Mm-hmm. Amen. There are a lot of ways that God uses to speak to his people, primarily the Holy Scriptures. You can ask God, to confirm what he's saying through the scriptures. 
How about that? What do you think of that? Satan and his demon spirits will illegally attack and torment a person in their soulish realm, in their mind, in their body, in their emotions, in their imagination, attack their will, does not bind and resist and take authority over these spirits, but yields his will and allows their evil thoughts and suggestions entrance into his mind, he will become oppressed. And so God is saying to us tonight for us to stop the enemy's oppression. You see, if you and I do not bind those spirits, if we don't resist them, if we don't take authority over these spirits, but we yield our will, there it is, the pivot point. And we allow these evil suggestions entrance into our mind, we will become oppressed. You see, if you tell yourself a lie and you keep repeating that lie, and you say it enough to yourself, you convince yourself of a lie, then you begin to believe that your lie is the truth, but it's not. It's the same contrived lie you told the first time you told it to yourself. And then you go to try to convince other people of that lie, and they choose not to receive it, and you become offended. Well, that's the way it works. You see, you must become a lover of the truth, not a lover of what you want to believe. Amen. Satan and his demons will oppress. They will exercise dominion against that person's mind or body. That's what they will do. If the saint refuses to bind, refuses to resist in the spirit, the sickness, the disease, whatever it may be, that's attacking their body, he will give them an opportunity to afflict and oppress him. Okay, what does that mean? That means somebody around you sneezed. We're trying to make this simple. And you know when people sneeze, their germs are dispersed. Those particles are dispersed on in the air. Well, you didn't bring your can of Lysol everywhere you went. So what are you going to do? You're going to raise the shield of faith. You're going to plead the blood of Jesus. You're going to take authority, dominion, and particle uh, powers over those particles that were dispersed. You bind them. You forbid them to attack you or anyone else. You put them under the blood, and you tell them, you're not going to hurt anybody in Jesus' name. You refuse that infirmity. Hmm. How about that? And if necessary, you continue your warfare. What about that? 
Think about that. If you tell your body that it is not allowed to to receive any of those cold symptoms and you continually and continually stand against it and you don't wear your body down by not doing what you ought to do for it in the natural, you're going to be very successful. In the spiritual, in the natural. Hello, surreal world. But if you refuse to take up your armaments against the enemy, he's going to win. And it's because you gave him place. You gave him an opportunity to win. And Jesus has taken his opportunities from him. You're not supposed to go find one and give it to him. Amen? Amen. In Romans 6, 16, Romans chapter 6, verse 16, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. So, who are you going to yield to? Righteousness or unrighteousness? You have to decide. If you continually surrender yourself to any spirit to do his will, then you become slaves of that spirit you obey, whether it's sin which leads to death, or obedience, which leads to righteousness. You choose. You decide. Okay? You go to visit a friend, and this friend has a big old candy dish as soon as you walk in the front door, and it's always full of goodies. But you're trying to lose weight, and you're believing God to help you lose weight. And you know that that candy dish is already there. The devil is already reminding you before you get to your friend's front door that it's there. Either you're going to tear down the devil's attack against you before you get to the front door, or you stand a good chance of going right in there, and as soon as she said, help yourself, you'll be right in that candy dish. Did that make sense? I hope so. As long as you resist the attacks on your mind and refuse to yield your will to the evil spirits attacking you, they will not be able to gain a foothold and oppress you. You know, all these people who declare that food talks to them, I hear that pie calling my name. No, you don't. Whatever hearing aid you're using to hear that, you just need to turn it off. Amen? No, you don't. That's a spirit. And you need to learn to take authority, dominion, and power over that spirit. And stop giving it an opportunity by declaring that it's calling your name. 
if you get up in the morning and forbid the demons to speak to you, how is it that one gets to unless you let it? Mm-hmm. Satan and his demons have absolutely no legal rights to attack and oppress you. Don't give them an opportunity to do it. Don't give them an opportunity to do it. Don't give them a chance. The Israelites legally had possession of the land that God had promised them. Legally, they had obtained their spiritual inheritance and the covenant blessings. They had health, power, dominion over their enemies, prosperity, and many other blessings that God had given them. However, through their unfaithfulness and obedience to God, they gave their enemies an opportunity to oppress them. They gave them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. They forfeited their position of power and authority over their enemy. The Midianites, the Philistines, the Canaanites, the Ammonites, all of these peoples illegally invaded their land oppressed and robbed them of their inheritance. Well, how do you do that? Well, you don't fight the devil. And a lot of Christians decide that, that they just don't want to fight the devil. How do you think that's going to sound when you leave this earth and you come before the throne of God? And he has bled and died to give you that opportunity, that right, that privilege. And you are up there trying to tell him you just didn't want to do any spiritual warfare. Well, legally, you have been delivered out of Satan's hands and his power. Legally. You've been made a joint heir of the kingdom of God, and all the covenant blessings belong to you. Galatians 3.13 and 14 tell you that. Legally, not to mention Ephesians. Legally, you have been given power and authority over all the power of Satan and his demons. However, you do have to use it. You know, it's like you're walking around with this huge sword that could kill anything, but you never pull it out of it. You never pull it out to do anything. It's not going to work like that. You can't just wear this this sword on your side and never do anything with it. You actually have to stop the devil. He is not going to stop on his own. He's not going to fly away. You know, when Jesus was baptized and he and the Holy Spirit drove him out into the wilderness to be tested of the devil, he had to stand the test. He had to defeat the devil. He couldn't just say, well, 
I'll just sit out here and look at the wilderness that I made for a while. I don't feel like doing anything with the devil today. Seriously? He didn't do that, and neither can you. Praise the Lord. Amen. You must recognize the spirits of fear, the spirits of doubt, the spirits of worry, the spirits of depression, the spirits of intimidation, and the spirits that are attacking your mind as trespassers that are trying to illegally invade your mind or your body to oppress you. Refuse to give them one centimeter. You know, you have a big, there's one of these huge no trespassing signs in your front yard. And you mean for people to pay attention to that sign and, and to obey it. And when they attempt to ignore the sign, you do not mind pointing it out to them. Well, you can't just sit there and let the devil play volleyball in your front yard. It's not going to work. He's there illegally. He, he can't come to your yard and play volleyball. No, it's not cute. It's sin. So, one of the primary ways by which Christians give Satan and his demons access into their minds where they can where the demons can oppress them is through spiritual ignorance. To be set free and walk in victory over oppressing spirits, you must learn to discern the trying to attack you and to guard your mind against them. Wow. You see, there's somebody that's been writing me lately. And I've been telling them to stop doing what they've been doing. They are determined. Tell me fables. And I'm telling them to stop with the fables. Stop it. Stop it. Well, you see, when pastor says stop it, it means you need to do just that. Telling your tall tales because they're not the truth. Stop convincing yourself that your tall tale is the truth. Amen? Amen. Because you see, if you keep persisting in a lie, eventually the spirit of truth will have to leave you. Amen. It, hello, you can't have it all. Set free and walk in victory over oppressing spirits you must learn to discern the spirits that are trying to attack you and guard your mind against them. If you allow your mind to be filled with every negative, carnal, sinful thought, 
without resisting them and bringing them into captivity, your mind, yes, your mind, is a sitting target for Satan and his demons. If you fail to consistently fill your mind with the word where you not only have full knowledge of Jesus Christ and the power and authority he has given you, but also revelation knowledge of Satan's strategies, you give him and his demons opportunity to gain access into your mind. There's many reasons that we tell you to play the scriptures over yourself 24-7. Amen. Regardless of the power and authority a Christian has in the name of Jesus, he cannot fight and defeat Satan and his demons if he doesn't recognize him and the demons that are attacking and know his strategies. What does that require? Paying attention. Basic paying attention. In freedom and victory over oppressing spirits, you must be continually renewed in your mind. Renewed means you've been changed. You've been made new again. You're not holding on to those old satanic, demonic thoughts that you've had for the past 25 years. You've let them go, and you've replaced them with what the scriptures say. But I found out that everybody doesn't want to let go of the devil. Some people actually like the devil. Those same thoughts that they've had all these years, they just want to keep playing that broken record over and over and over again. Instead of tossing it out and say, Lord, help me to get my mind renewed in this area and replacing the old thoughts with the truth of the word of God. Some people really do want to hold on to the devil and those old thoughts. But I hope that this message will get their attention. Amen? Amen. To walk in freedom and victory over oppressing spirits, you must be continually renewed in your mind. Satan and his demons will try to gain entrance into your mind through your eye gate, through your ear gate, by what you see and hear, and by rehearsing old memories. The Bible speaks in a place of forgetting those things that are behind and pressing forward. Amen. Don't let the enemy get away with it. And don't cooperate with his evil works. Many Christians today are setting themselves up for Satan and his demons to attack and oppress them through the garbage they allow into their mind. And believe me, it is garbage. 
there are Christians exposing themselves to all sorts of evil, carnal things, thinking it will not affect them. But saints, do not be deceived. Everything in your environment will affect you one way or another. Amen. Praise God. You know, you got to want to hear the truth if you want to be free. You've got to allow the truth to have a place in your life. There are Christians today whose minds are oppressed and tormented by spirits of lust, adultery, fornication, sexual perversion, because they have exposed their minds through all kinds of means to that world, to that world. You do not have to expose yourself to that. And if you have in the past, that can be torn down. It can be torn down and removed from your life. Through past exposure to cults and the occult and books on witchcraft, horoscopes, astrology, fortune tellers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, there are Christians who have given unclean spirits access into their minds and they need to recognize them and cast them out in the name of Jesus. Some Christians, before they really started living for Jesus, were curious about certain things, we'll call it curiosity, and they got all involved in areas that ended up drawing them into the occult activity and into occult association. Well, all of that's got to be cleaned out. You can't hold on to that. You've got to let that go. Amen? You have to let that go. It's your choice. There are millions of people today who are depressed and oppressed, many to the point of attempting suicide through the exposure of their minds to all kinds of ungodly music. And you can't tell them, don't listen to that, it's going to get you in trouble. Oh, no. The more you say it, the more they rebel. Amen? The more you say it, the more they rebel. Because that kind of music has been laced, so to speak, with those demons. Powers have been worked over that music before that music is released. It's there to draw demons to you. And, to, and when you go into your song with them, you're worshiping. You're worshiping those demons. You're actually worshiping ungodly devils. And they're coming inside of you. Amen. The truth. Spirits of rebellion, fear, lust, hatred, bitterness, and a multitude of other spirits have gained access and have built strongholds in their mind. The same thing when you sit there with those video games. 
The demons that are in those video games are now in you. You give your mind over to that. You open your eye gate and your ear gate to that. You open your thought processes up to that. And it comes inside you, and it's demons, and they take over your mind. You now have a soul tie with the demons that have been in those video games and on those cartoons and in those commercials and on and on and on it goes. Why do you have such a hard time pulling away from fantasy? Well, it's because you got indoctrinated with it as a child. You think of it as a childhood memory. No, it's a demon that's made an inroad into you, and he's been there for a long time. And whenever you go to fasting and seeking God, he wants to get in the way. And you have to get rid of him in the name of Jesus. You have to decide that he can't be there anymore. Because you're the one that let him in. I know of this famous singer. And I'm going to tell you what happened. And she was a young child, and her parents took her to see the Phantom of the Opera. Well, what's the Phantom of the Opera? A demon. Okay? So she went there, and she fell in love with the music and the play and the this and the that. So much so, till that demon came inside of her. And after she left there, child could sing like a matured adult with much training. And people thought she was just a child prodigy. No, she was not a child prodigy. She was a child that was demon-possessed. And her parents, by taking her there, unknowingly opened her up to that demon spirit. And by her becoming totally immersed in that music and just it was all her and all the music, she let that devil in. And then her parents gave her, you know, they opened up this uh, avenue and this venue for her and this and that, and they had that demon just working away. And when I heard about it, came the pastor Pat. We were having this conversation about music. And somewhere in my mind, it clicked. And I went, that's not that that person's uh, singing. That's that demon. That's that demon from the Phantom of the Opera. So I began to bind that demon in her. And guess what? She doesn't sing anymore. Hmm. But if you tried to tell some Christians that that's not, that person singing, that's a demon, they try to tell you you're crazy. We're talking about stopping the enemy's oppression. All of his oppression doesn't come in dark, spooky colors. Sometimes the enemy seems beautiful. I'll let that sink in. Until these 
spirits are recognized and cast out, the spirits will exercise dominion and control over their mind. The Bible says be careful what you hear and how you hear. Satan and demons will often attack at a weak point in your life, at a time when you are facing adverse circumstances, such as a sickness, financial difficulty, a family crisis, or you're just at a place of uncertainty in your life. Uncertainty. Uncertainty kind of swings on the hinges of fear. Double-mindedness. You don't know what to think, what to feel, what to believe. Mm-hmm. Spirits of fear, spirits of doubt, spirits of worry, spirits of unbelief will attack your mind. And if you yield to them and receive their lies and negative thoughts, they will gain an entrance into your mind and will oppress. And initially, the thought isn't always negative. Appears to be good. So what must you do? Exercise dominion and control over your mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Dominion and control over your mind. Bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. Ask God to heal your mind. Keep at it until you are until you are able to release your faith and receive what you need from God. Amen? There are thousands of Christians who are oppressed in their minds by a spirit of fear. They're afraid to venture out in areas where God's calling them. Why? Because they don't know what could happen. Oh, look at what could happen, and look at what happened to that one. And I heard a story about this one, and on and on and on it goes. Mm-hmm. Demon spirits have afflicted their bodies, and they have opened their minds to a spirit of fear concerning a sickness. Well, I wonder if I have it. I know somebody. I know somebody like that who's been this way since she was a teenager. She thinks she got some some uh, some symptoms, and she would jump in a book or on the computer and look up those symptoms, and before it was over with, she will have convinced herself that she had the disease. Now, granted, she didn't have the disease at all, much much likely too many symptoms. But she would just be determined. Oh, yes, I have this disease. The pastor, you can't be serious. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, yes, and that person is that way to this very moment. We were teenagers back then. She is that way to this very moment. Mm-hmm. Spirit of fear is tormenting 
oppressing, exercising control over their minds. Until they are so bound, they are unable to take hold of God's covenant promise of healing for their bodies. Our churches in Christianity are full of Christians who have given spirits of pride, spirits of jealousy, spirits of covetousness, unforgiveness, contention, and a multitude of other spirits access into their mind, into their soulish realm, where they are oppressing, exercising dominion, and control over their mind. Amen. It's time for us to recognize the strategy of oppression in Satan's counterattack on the church so that the oppressed people can get set free. Now, what about your life? What about your own life? Are you being oppressed in your body or your mind by Satan and his demons? Well, then don't be ashamed or embarrassed to admit that there are spirits that have gained access into your mind that are oppressing you. They want you to do, I'm going to hold on to this secret. No, you won't get free that way. It's through confessing. You have to confess. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. You can't just sit there and hold on to it. Amen. Amen. If we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. No, you can't sit there and be quiet. Well, I don't have anybody to tell. Uh, You can write pastor at gproom at outlook.com. Praise the Lord. I'm the only one that has access to that. Amen. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed to admit that there are spirits that have gained access to your mind and that are oppressing you. Don't allow spiritual pride to hinder you from being set free from this oppression. Search your heart and ask God to reveal to you any spirits that may have gained a foothold in your life. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. Once you have recognized the spirits that are oppressing you, you have an opening to exercise the power and authority that God has given you over Satan and his demons. Don't you hesitate one moment in confronting the spirits that have been oppressing you because God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. Amen? Don't be passive or timid in dealing with Satan and his demons. Get spiritually aggressive against them. Right now, whatever's in your mind and body, call them out by name in the name of Jesus and bind them in the name of Jesus. Pastor is already in agreement with you. knowing that Satan's power over you is destroyed. 
You must know that Jesus stripped Satan and his principalities of their power over you, knowing that through Jesus Christ you have been given power and authority over all the power of the enemy. You must know that you are seated with Jesus Christ far above all other powers and principalities. And you must know from Ephesians chapter 1 and 2 that all things are under your feet because you're seated with Christ Jesus. You must know that everything in heaven, on earth, and under the earth must bow at the name of Jesus. So bind the strong man. Don't just sit there. Bind the strong man. Bind the spirits that are oppressing you. Well, I don't know the name of the spirit. Well, you know what it's doing to you. So use what you have. There's this spirit oppressing such and such and such. To the spirit that oppresses me this this way and this way and this way, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. How about that? Trust me, the devil will know that you're talking to him. And so will Jesus Christ. Power and authority that God has given you. Speak to them in the name of Jesus. Bind them in the name of Jesus. Put them in the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus. And command them to get out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Forbid them to ever come back in the name of Jesus. You foul, tormenting spirit of fear. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I command you to loose your hold on my mind. I cast you out by the power and authority that Jesus Christ has given me over you. You will not torment my mind any longer. Your power over me has been destroyed. You must leave me now. I command you to leave me now in the name of Jesus Christ and never return. How about that? How easy is that? Spirits of worry, spirits of doubt, spirits of unbelief, I have repented of having you here. My body is not a hotel for you. I bind you in the name of Jesus, and I command you to loose your hold on my mind. I command you to leave me now in Jesus' name and go into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus to be judged before your time. How about that? How easy is that? You have no power over me, and you cannot oppress me and trouble my mind any longer. Through the power and authority Jesus Christ has given me, I command you to leave now in Jesus' name. How about that? How easy is that? I think you can do that. I'm certain you can do that. Regardless of the spirits that may be oppressing you, You can be free and walk in freedom and victory. God has revealed to you Satan's strategy of oppression he's going to use. Now it's up to you. Rise up in the strength God is pouring 
into your innermost being and fight. Take aggressive action against every attempt of Satan and his demons to attack you and to oppress you. Recognize the unclean spirits that are attacking you. Recognize demonic oppression for what it is and discern every attempt of Satan to oppress you. When unclean spirits such as fear, worry, doubt, lust, and other spirits are bombarding your mind, recognize this is the enemy attacking me. Amen? When you have a disease or an illness that's been afflicting you for many years, recognize it's an oppression. It's a spirit that is taking hold on your body that's causing sickness and affliction. It's only when we recognize Satan's oppression that we have an opportunity to take authority over him and the spirits attacking you. Refuse, refuse, refuse to give Satan and his demons an opening, an opportunity to oppress you. Knowing that Satan's been defeated already and that through Jesus Christ, you have been given power and authority over Satan and over all the power of the enemy. Refuse to give him entrance into your mind gate. Don't let him in. I don't care how many times he rings the doorbell. Don't answer. Don't let Satan fill your mind with his garbage and stop agreeing with his garbage. Don't expose your mind to sinful desires and ungodly attitudes of this world. Set your mind on things above, just like Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 tells us. Amen. That is the truth. That's right. Let's see. Where where did I leave off over here, Lord? Amen. You just can't let the devil walk in and do whatever he wants to do. Amen. First Peter chapter five, beginning with verse eight. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 8. Be sober, be serious, be vigilant, always on your post, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Just don't be devourable. Whom resist, steadfast in the faith. That means once you've taken your stand, you don't budge. You stand there, committed to the battle. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Bind and take authority over the spirits that are oppressing you. Knowing your position of power and authority, far above all other power and principalities, and knowing that all things are under your feet. Exercise that authority over Satan and his oppressing spirits that have been attacking your mind, your body, your job, your finances. 
your world. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, and hath raised us up together and made us to sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Sorry about that. Amen. Don't sit back in fear waiting for the enemy to attack you. Confront Satan and his demons just like Jesus did. You can reread those scriptures. Bind them. Command them to loose their holes and leave in Jesus' name. Be free from every bondage. Be free from every hindrance in your life. And walk in the freedom and victory that belongs to you as a child of the living God. John chapter 8, verse 36. The Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 36. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Amen? Amen. I hope you got something out of this. Amen? And if you didn't, recast it and get some more out of it. You can't just let the devil just treat you any kind of way. That's not God's plan. Amen? Brother Bill, we'll hear some testimonies now. Praise the Lord. Let's start with DBD's testimony. It's an announcement and a praise report. My husband, Ed, was called home to rest on Friday, October 7th. The Lord blessed him to go peacefully and not not before he rededicated his life to Jesus to accept him as Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you to all my wonderful prayer warriors who've been standing in the gap during this difficult time. Please keep me and my son up in prayers for strength and peace and comfort. Praise you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord, that you're there, that you're in the middle of this and you're helping her and her son in Jesus' name. We praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Lorraine has a praise report. D and T are open to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with tongues. Praise you, Lord. Praise the Lord for that. Praise you, Lord. Amy Miller has a praise report. I hadn't fully memorized Psalms 20 or 91 yet, but been practicing when I can. I asked the Lord to help me one night when doing spiritual warfare in bed. The Lord helped me in my memory by quoting without reference when I needed it most. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for helping my memory to remember your word and to understand it. Praise you, Lord Jesus. N.K. has another a praise report. On or around September 27th, Pastor told us to ask the Holy Spirit to correct us on how we treat, look at, and talk about ourselves. So I prayed that prayer. After deliverance from some fears on Friday night, God let me see that the reason for ongoing health problems is self-condemnation. He has given me scriptures and way to pray to overcome the lies. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. 
and she has another praise report. A deeply embedded personality stronghold of my husband's come forth into life, and he received deliverance from some fears. I'm so grateful for God exposing the enemy and inclining and equipping us to resist and to fight. Dina has some praise reports. The Lord had me burn cream instead of an antibiotic. The Lord had me use burn cream instead of an antibiotic cream on wounds on my backs. It was so soothing and healing. Thank you, Jesus. And back in 2017 or 18, when I was new in the Lord, I would sing two gospel songs on the way to work. One was healing and my harvest, and it would help me build my faith and ask and believe God would heal me from my herniated disc. And sure enough, after a few months, Jesus miraculously pushed my disc right back into place. For years, I had suffered and tried expensive treatments and sought the Lord, but the missing ingredient was faith that he could heal me. Praise the Lord. And she goes on with another praise report. I had my car for 17 years and had few problems until recently. I had a flat tire from running over a deep hole in the side of the road, which I could have avoided if I wasn't so impatient. And anyway, I pulled over to this office building so I could call AAA. And these two guys on motorcycles in the parking lot offered to put the spare on for me. I posted Wednesday night that I had a flat tire at Walmart, and the sister of the manager of Thomas Tires happened to walk by and goes to get her brother. He changed my tire for free and asked me if I needed new tires to come by, which I did because the mechanic at the time had two older tires any time I needed them. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And I had another flat literally two minutes from my house, so I was able to pull in the grocery store until AAA came. And I was on my way back to work, and it could have happened on the highway. Praise you, Lord. And the other problem I had was my battery dying or or having a flat tire while I was at work. I was never along the highway or stranded on the side of the street. And, of course, since 2017, or so when I first started listening to MIC, I started praying protection over my car, and before I got in it, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Dina has a praise report. I banged my elbow on the machine at work, and I was in a lot of pain, and it turned purple, so I started pleading the blood over it uh, of Jesus for almost all day for three days, even while at work. And the pain and the bruise were completely gone after the third day. I passed a huge RV and wasn't doing the speed limit. And when I got beside him, he came over my lane for no reason. I could see because there was no other vehicle in front of him or on the side of the road. I had no time to panic, but had to ride on a little strip of grass on the edge of the median until I got far enough away from him. Praise the Lord for keeping me focused and able to drive straight and not wrecking the meeting. Satan's plan that day failed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I fell at work on the cement floor after my shoelace weirdly got tangled in some equipment. 
There was other equipment I could have banged my head on, but I just went down in a straight line. I didn't feel the impact, nor I was hurt. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for these wonderful praise reports. And Amori has a praise report. After losing my dorm keys and my school ID for almost two weeks, I finally received a call from the city's bus department and was told they found my keys. Praise the Lord. Caroline has a praise report that Selena's court case has been pushed back until December. Praise you, Lord, for that. And the evil judge will not be presiding over it. Praise you, Lord. And in case is praise on behalf of my husband and myself concerning our negligence and failure as students during desiring to break out, desiring to break off of AK any residue from our sin. That night we had a breakthrough as a family concerning our roles and responsibilities in AK's education. Additionally, God gave me the perfect words to convey to his teacher, thereby further shifting the dynamic in our favor. Father does reward those who diligently seek him. The word is always true. Thank you for advocating for us, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And praise God really is talking to his children all the time. His thoughts towards us are so good. This is so astonishing. Healing revelation for me. This morning while binding my thoughts and loosing Philippians 4, 8, I thought of something true, honest, etc. When I got to the lovely, Holy Spirit told me that I am lovely. He really wanted me to know that it was his voice, that I began to believe it. It was because later, KK told me that when he was binding his thoughts and loosing Philippians 4, he was grateful that he has me to think about as lovely. Wow, wow, wow. I'm so grateful that we are really cherished and loved by Father God. Praise you, Lord. And hallelujah, Lord Jesus, from, from him. Father in heaven, we give you all the glory and all the praise. The Lord preserved our tenants as well as our rental property in Florida through this flood. He did it again, amen, and called death as a praise report. So me and Mrs. Joy listen every Wednesday to Pastor Sabrina while I walk her to sit outside. She enjoys it very much. She joins in when I say amen. Hallelujah. She's very attentive, even likes the Holy Ghost. But if I mention Jesus, she says, that he is not her Lord and Savior, that he is a lie and that he died, and he didn't die for her sins. Mrs. Joy has dementia, and being Jewish, I guess, has been doctrine in her. Anyway, she, as we were listening today to the service, I told her Jesus loves her and that he died for her sins, and she says, I believe it. <laughs> and Mrs. Joy said, I said, Mrs. Joy, do you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior? And she said, yes. I couldn't believe she said yes after sticking to her guns all these months. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it took a little while to break through to her, but don't give up, saints. You'll see the Lord slowly break through to him. And N.K. says, Father, for your people, life is a peaceable dwelling, an undisturbed peace of rest, 
praise you, Lord Jesus, and praise God for the above prayer. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And saints, we're going to stop for there tonight, and we have more, and we will continue when the Lord allows. And praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports, and we give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Amen, amen. Beautiful, beautiful praise reports. Amen. God is so faithful. Amen. He is so faithful to us. So, woo. Amen. I'm going to our guest call-ins for a moment. Area code 7013. Area code 7013. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Thank you for taking my call, Pastor. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Yes, I want to praise God, give him a a testimony that how I've been listening and uh, for four years now, and the Lord is bringing me out of carnality. I uh, was blind for a long time in Christianity, like I, and I feel the Holy Spirit, just, just something that you said tonight about no matter, you know, whatever, doesn't matter what you do, you know, sin is sin, and it's the it's by the blood covenant, and the Holy Spirit um, is the one to deliver you, and so I've come from a life of bondage, um, I wanted prayer for, I'm sorry that was so brief, the testimony was so brief, I hate sin and I and I am on the journey, the Lord is helping me and sweeping me, cleaning me, and I feel um, victorious for, for that, and um wanted to receive some prayer tonight of agreement, I have been in prayer with the Lord about a couple of things, um, one of them has to do with a type of, it's not really paranoia, but it comes to my mind. Um, one day a relative was talking to me about um, some of the, like the medicine, the voodoo medicine that they do, and sometimes it, you'll grow something on your face, like a like a hair, and that's what I've been encountering. Um, it's the first time that it started happening was about a month ago, and then I saw it again today. So I just want to completely wipe that out and bring it before the Lord to tell Him that you know I don't I do come from a background. I had a adopted mom who was a she was a witch, call herself a white a white witch, but her mom was a black witch. Her mom was an evil woman, and um, I lived with her from the time I was 15 to the time I was 18 her and my adopted dad and there was a lot of witchcraft going on and my background is that I did have um I did look at books uh witchcraft I was wanting to be a witch when I was a young girl I I wanted to um wanted control because I felt out of control coming from a life of um of physical abuse and other abuses um I had shared from before um so that's the background as far as spiritual spiritually but i i believe the lord is um you know cleansing me cleanse me from that then be previous be previous to my life with um Merconen at church i um i'm a widow now seven years and i was um i married a, a man who his family 
they're uh, they were attached to um our cultural not our but the cultural tribe where I come from and they were they do they do they do witchcraft uh activities um they call them ceremonies and spiritual darkness and um my husband didn't partake in any of that and he became a christian while he was married to me i really went through a lot with uh, my stepdaughter a lot of trials with this whole family who hated me and i want to talk about i want to ask the lord for prayer because i w- i want to be completely detached from this family um i don't have any contact with my mother-in-law or my sister-in-laws or brother-in-laws they all practice the same the same um thing and no there's about three of them alive yet my plus my mother-in-law and um my stepdaughter she uh i found out that she stole a she sold a piece of property that i had up from under me but um the lord prevented that from even taking place because the property is still in my possession and i've already gifted it to a an a relative and so that's kind of kind of out of the way and then previous again previous to my life with MIC i um somebody used my social security number to try to um file taxes and then that was intercepted the lord was so gracious and good to me that he he stopped it didn't allow it and then um i don't want to say out of the blue because i believe the lord he guides my steps i went to um i went to look for a second job in the evening um I'm um, kind of like on a spring break right, or a fall break right now. And I went to get another job. I went to go, you know, kind of like check out uh, evening for an evening job. And then I found out that someone was had filed a, a unemployment COVID, uh, COVID uh, insurance claim. And that was prevented. And I thank the Lord for that one as well. Um, I had called previously and you had prayed with me where I was at a bank um and I went to this bank and there was um monetary items that were stolen from me and um there's nothing there was nothing that I could do about it that is um what I remember happening you know from this bank it was a, I had a vault I had money there was uh, monetary items in a vault and it was taken from me All right. <clears throat> that's it? You know, yes, that's it. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we stand in agreement with our sister. You set her free from her past. And we, with the sword of the Spirit, cut her free from her past. We break it, grip and hold, and we loose her from her past in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every family curse that has followed her, not only the physical abuse, the emotional abuse, the financial abuse, the spiritual abuse. We bind the culture of abuse that has been in her life in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We uproot it out of her life in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, to apply the power of God to destroy it completely in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We remit her sins of the past, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We forgive the adopted mom that was a witch and the adopted grandmother that was a black witch that influenced her to want to be a witch when she was young, Father. We take authority, dominion, and power over the roots of that influence, and we uproot out of her life. We command those demons to leave her alone. We break your grip and hold. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We cast you out of her. We consume you with the all-consuming power of God. We throw you into the spiritual cage and send you to the feet of Jesus to be judged before your time. Come out of her and never enter her again. All of these demons coming down the family lines, you come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut her free. We loose her from those moorings in Jesus' name. We loose her from those moorings in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power of the spirits of cultural witchcraft that came through her husband in Jesus' name and all of his family members. We bind all of the attacks that they have ever sent against her since they heard of her, even cursing her name. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We forgive them for their sins against her, but we bind the evil that they have sent. We bind it in the name of Jesus We uproot it out of her life in the name of Jesus. We send it bound into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus to be judged before it's time. All of the evil work that the stepdaughter did, all of her hatreds and jealousies and covetousness, we forgive her for it, but we uproot it out of our sister's life in the name of Jesus. We send it away from her as far as east is from west in the name of Jesus. We command it to come up and out of her in Jesus' name. Power of God, consume it. We send it into the cage, to the feet of Jesus, to be judged before it's time. All of this property that's been stolen, and not just from her, but from many of us, all of this stolen property, we declare it returned in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We appeal to the righteous judge. And we call for his adjudication where our stolen property is concerned in Jesus' name. We call it back into our possession in the name of Jesus Christ. You deal with the devourer for our sake, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have stopped many thefts. And many other things that people have attempted to do legally to our sister and to her monetary possessions. We take authority, dominion, and power over our monetary possessions. We call them back to ourselves in the name of Jesus. We call them out of the hands of the evil one in the name of Jesus Christ. With the sword of the spirit, we break the devil's grip and hold in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. 
Runga de Gabriel, Father, we thank you that you are restoring God, that you restore to us that that is rightfully ours in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you when your judgments and your justice are all throughout the earth in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Father, we ask that you take this deliverance, these deliverances to completion in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and let the Holy Spirit come in and release your prayer language. Holy fire of God, burn the rest out of you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the International Monetary Fund on Tuesday maintained its forecast for global economic growth for 2022 at 3.2%, but lowered its projection for next year as the world feels the effects of the Ukraine conflict and high inflation. A third of the global economy is poised to contract this year or next year amid shrinking real incomes and rising prices, said the IMF in its latest World Economic Outlook report. The organization cut the global growth forecast for 2023 to 2.7% and at a 0.2 percentage point lower then it's July forecasting for many people 2023 will feel like a recession. The U.S. is faced with tightening monetary and financial conditions, the report said, which will slow the world's largest economy's growth to 1% next year. Meanwhile, the IMS said the slowdown is most pronounced in the euro area. The energy crisis caused by the Russian-Ukraine conflict will slow the bloc's economic growth to 0.5% in 2023, it added. The organization warned that the inflationary pressures are proving broader and more persistent than anticipated. The global inflation is expected to peak at 9.5% this year before decelerating to 4.1% by 2024, it said. Also, the effect of a strong dollar is a significant challenge for many emerging markets, said the IMF's report, as the rise appears mostly driven by fundamental forces such as tightening U.S. monetary policy and the energy crisis. The U.S. Federal Reserve has already increased its interest rates four times, four times in 2022, including two consecutive major rate hikes of 0.75% in June and July. The markets currently anticipate the Fed to raise the rates just one more time in November. The appropriate response in most emerging and developing countries is to calibrate monetary policy 
to maintain price stability while letting exchange rates adjust, conserving valuable foreign exchange reserves when financial conditions worsen, said the IMF. Father, we request uh, adjudications from the righteous judge concerning those things and these things. Chinese authorities have opened at least one overseas police station in the United States as part of the Chinese Communist Party's global transnational repression, according to the human rights group Safeguard Defenders. These operations issue official bilateral police and judicial cooperation and violate the international rule of law and may violate the territorial integrity in third countries involving involved in setting up a parallel policing mechanism using illegal methods, the Spain-based group said in a recent report. 110 overseas, Chinese transnational policing gone wild. Examined the initiative, which was begun by 10 pilot provinces in 2018. These stations are also called 110 Overseas, named after the country's police emergency services phone number. An outpost in New York City was among the first batch of 30 overseas police service stations in 21 countries set up by the Public Security Bureau in Fuzhou, F-U-Z-H-O-U, whatever that says, the city capital of the southern coastal province of Fu. I don't know how they say that. Other Chinese cities also set up their own outposts abroad. That means the Chinese have a police station in New York City. Yes, that's what I said. The Chinese Police Authorities Division in New York opened on February 15th, according to the news media, uh, backed by the Chinese provincial government. The center called Fuzhou Police Overseas Service Station is located at 107 East Broadway in New York City. Oh, yes. Inside the headquarters of the American Changli Association, a nonprofit with close ties to the Chinese regime. Safeguard defenders identified 54 overseas police service stations across five continents, including in cities from Toronto to Dublin. The total number of such stations is unclear. There is no complete list of such 110 overseas police service stations available, the report states. The number is undoubtedly larger and such stations more widespread. Established in 1998, the ACA is one of the most influential communities for immigrants from the Fujian province in the United States, according to its website. The ACA cooperated with the Public Security Bureau to set up the Fuzhou Police Service Station this year. The association's chairman said in April during an event at the group's office while hosting the Deputy Chinese Consulate General in New York, Wu, whatever his last name is, Dongnang, news reported at the time. Wu, according to the report, recognized the association's contribution to promoting Sino-U.S. friendship and supporting Chinese peaceful reunification. The New York community group, as many many purportedly grassroots Chinese organizations, 
is linked to the Chinese Communist Party's sprawling United Front system. That refers to a network of thousands of overseas groups loosely overseen by the United Front Work Department, a powerful party agency that works to advance the regime's interests abroad, including by carrying out foreign influence operations, suppressing dissident movements, gathering intelligence, and facilitating the transfer of technology to China. The ACA maintains close ties to the regime and has been praised for its effort in supporting CCP and its leaders. Photos displayed on its website include a certificate of appreciation from the Chinese consulate in New York in 2015. The consulate praised the ACA for playing an active role in organizing overseas Chinese nationals to welcome Chinese leader whatever his name is, when he traveled to New York to attend United Nations meeting at the time. And then it goes on. And I'll let you finish reading that yourself, amen, in the interest of time. So the Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party, has a police station in New York City, New York. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is buying $290 million worth of drugs as a part of its longstanding ongoing efforts to be better prepared to save lives following radiological and nuclear emergencies. HHS is purchasing a supply of drugs in plate from... Amgen USA, a biotechnology headquartered in Thousand Oaks, California. The $290 million purchase was announced on October 4th by the Administration for Strategic Preparedness and Response, an agency within the HHS that's tasked with preparing the nation for future disasters and public health emergencies. In plate is the trade name for Romiplocitism, whichever that means, which was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in January 2021 to treat blood cell injuries that accompany acute radiation syndrome in adults and children. ARS is also referred to as radiation sickness, which reaches internal organs in mere seconds and occurs when a person's entire body is exposed to a high dose of penetrating radiation. It can result in a difficulty for blood to clot because of low platelet counts, which can lead to uncontrolled bleeding, which is, a, which is life-threatening. N-plate helps to reduce the radiation-induced bleeding by stimulating the body to produce more platelets. According to the announcement, the development of N-plate for radiation sickness was supported by the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority and National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. BARDA is a part of the HHS, ASPR, and NIAID is a part of the National Institutes of Health. Mm. BARDA is using its authority provided under the 2004 Project BioShield Act and $290 million in Project BioShield designated funding to purchase the supply of the drugs. 
The announcement reads, the U.S. government launched Project BioShield in 2004 to incentivize private companies to develop vaccines and other countermeasures to deal with future chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats. It was initially provided with some $5.6 billion to be funded through fiscal year 2013 and later another $2.8 billion to be funded from year 2014 to uh, year 2018. Amgen will maintain the supply and vendor-managed inventory. This approach decreases life cycle management costs for taxpayers because Doses that near expiration can be rotated into the commercial market for rapid use prior to expiry, and new doses can be added to the government supply, and on and on it goes, okay? All right, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Who help me, Lord. Few people have conducted as much research into the mRNA injections They're not called them vaccines. It's Karen Kingston, a biotech analyst who previously conducted contract work for Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Thermo Fisher, and other corporations. In a bombshell interview that features key screenshots of patents, science journal articles, and corporate documents, she lays out the argument for mRNA COVID vaccine injections actually being exotic technology implantations that can be used to achieve global enslavement and or genocide. Far from being a conspiracy theory, remote control magnetic hydrogels and tissue engineering is well documented in the scientific literature. Magnetic nanocompatibility composite hydrogels for tissue engineering, design concepts and remote actuation strategies to control cell fate from ACS Nano. From the abstract, most tissues of the human body are characterized by highly anastropic physical properties and composition, biocompatibility and tunable properties. The intrinsic properties of magnetic nanoparticles enable their use as magnetic magnetomechanic remote actuators to control the behavior of the cells encapsulated within the hydrogels under the application of external magnetic fields. Also in this review, we discuss new materials and structural designs for the engineering of soft actuators, physical intelligence, and advanced properties, such as adaptability, multimodal locomotion, self-healing, and multi-responsiveness. Finally, we discuss the challenges and opportunities for next-generation soft actuators, including physical intelligence, adaptability, manufacturing scalability, and reproducibility, embedded transmission and receiving devices that network to share information, turning human bodies into cloud computing platforms. (coughs) Excuse me. 
As Judicial, Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton stated, these records show a disturbing and massive campaign by the Biden administration to propagandize and politicize the controversial COVID vaccines. <clears throat> it seems as if entertainment industry was an agent for the government. Okay, let me help you out a little bit. This was, um, it was hard to take in this information. What they found out, remember when we started talking about the protein spike that they were seeing when they started looking at the COVID vaccine cells? Remember that? Well, what they found out was what appeared initially to be protein spikes aren't. What they are is a military developed, all right, Lord, help me now. It's a military developed weapon that when you move it from a military situation into a medical situation, it was placed under those emergency authorization things. Same entity, it's something they worked up. This is man-made. Trust me, it is man-made. It moved from the military developing a weapon. It moved from there into the health situation. It moved from there into um, the NIH, the Fossey Group, and the Wuhan Group. And then it moved to Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson. And then it moved into what they called the vaccine, and now it's in people all over the world. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for helping me with that. So remember when people kept saying, you know, I have this magnetic field that I didn't have before. I could, you know, I put this magnet a certain place and certain things happen. Well, that's not by accident if you had the vaccine or so-called vaccine. It's very much a part of a system to be able to use the particles that were placed in the body through the so-called vaccine to be able to trigger those particles to change your composition emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physically, and in any other, and biologically, to be able to control you and within. I know that sounds scary, but the Holy Spirit's going to help you deal with this. It took me a day and a half almost. Praise the Lord. I know he'll help you too. Amen. Kingston also revealed how implanted biosynthetic structures have the ability to transmit and receive digitalized information, allowing such structures to network with each other even as they reside inside host human bodies. Combined with external AI, artificial intelligence capabilities, that are accelerated by 5G bandwidth speed 
and low latency, these networking structures can be weaponized against humanity. One patent cited in this tech is US 11107588B2, which discusses the system comprises a plurality of electronic devices comprising instructions to generate an ID and when in proximity of other such electronic device, one or both electronic devices transmit and receive the ID to and from the other electronic device. Well, you see, the devices are planted in the people now. That's what they're saying. The technology described in this patent specifically talks about SARS, MERS, uh, coronavirus, influenza, or any disease that has influenza-like symptoms. Uh, according to some embodiments of the invention, said virus is a coronavirus. According to some embodiments of the invention, said virus is a SARS-CoV. According to some embodiments of the invention, said virus is MERS. According to some embodiments of the invention, said virus is SARS. According to some embodiments of the invention, said virus is an influenza virus. According to some embodiments of the invention, said disease results in influenza-like symptoms. Whew. The same patent, yes, it's in the patent system. That's how she found it. She went investigating patents. The same patent also talks about embodiments of circuitry, human networking, and pathogen spreading, saying things like generating by circuitry a predicted likelihood of said subject of transmitting said pathogen based on said physical proximity information for a plurality of subjects. Hardware for performing selected tasks according to some embodiments of the invention could be implemented as a chip or a circuit. A computer-readable signal medium may include a propagated data signal with computer-readable program code embodied therein, for example, in baseband or as a part of carrier wave. Some embodiments of the present invention may take the form of an entirely hardware embodiment an entirely software embodiment, including firmware, resident software, microcode, etc., or an embodied embodiment combining software and hardware aspects that may all generally be referred to herein as circuit, module, or system. This weapon of mass destruction, which encompasses COVID-19 injections, contain neural weapons embedded in lipid nanoparticles. Neurological weapons were hidden through the emergency use authorization cover-up. Shocking patents confirm it's all truth. The patent numbers to close. Transhumanism assault on humanity is now underway and people becoming less human. Thank you, Jesus. Lipid nanoparticles 
can be activated via 5G frequencies to achieve physiological changes. COVID vaccines appear to be exotic tech installed in human hosts. CCP-linked artificial intelligence company named National Security Threat. CCP is the Communist China Communist Party. Okay. FG infrastructure to be exploited by artificial intelligence embedded systems for surveillance. Post-vaccine biostruff assembling biosynthetic weapons. Just take a deep breath, church. You'll be okay. Jesus is able. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Judicial Watch has nailed it yet again, suing HHS to acquire a treasure trove of documents that reveal the world's most exhaustive, heavily funded, and widely ranging propaganda campaign to try to convince the oblivious masses to be injected with an experimental mRNA concoction that isn't even a vaccine. Judicial Watch uncovers Biden administration propaganda plan to push COVID vaccines, reads the Judicial Watch press release. Judicial Watch announced today that it received 249 pages of records from the Department of Health and Human Services detailing the extensive plans for propaganda campaign to push the COVID-19 vaccine. One document in the release records was entitled Public Education Campaign Plan April 19th through May 31st, 2021, featured all of the following points and more. Vaccine engagement package to tell all entertainment talent and management agencies, vaccine engagement package to all media companies and show producers, outreach to major culture event producers, produce HHS question and answer videos featuring local black doctors discussing the vaccines, how they work, and why the public should get vaccinated. If you recall, initially, black people weren't going to get shot up. Request that Tom Brady create a video with his parents encouraging vaccination. He got COVID. Create custom partnerships with the social media platforms with algorithms to hit the audience. Launch Hollywood comedy writers video content. Work with YouTube on an original special about vaccinations targeted to young people. Work with Instagram to produce a series about vaccines for Instagram, the largest social media account in the world, 387 million followers. Request major TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram influencers to create videos of themselves being vaccinated. Request a vaccination special on Christian Broadcast Network featuring evangelical leaders. Request that the major live TV entertainment shows Feature hosts being vaccinated on the air. Example, the hosts of The Voice. Request that the TV morning and daytime talk shows feature special vaccination reunion moments with everyday Americans. Convene an editorial meeting with the publishers of Catholic newspapers and newsletters across the country. 
placed a trusted messenger on the Joe Rogan show and Barstool Sports to promote vaccination. I think Joe Rogan turned them down. Work with the NFL, NASCAR, MLB, Major League Baseball, thank you, Lord, CMA, to request they create content with their talent and release through their broadcast and social channels. As Judicial Watch president stated, these records show a disturbing and massive campaign by the Biden administration to propagandize and politicize the controversial COVID vaccine. It seems as if the entire entertainment industry was an agent for the government. These documents confirm that HHS and CDC paid stand-up comedians to mock anti-vaxxers in their comedy routine. Screenwriters and video production companies were also bribed to push vaccine propaganda in their episodes and social media influencers were paid off to pimp the vax jab. Part of the COVID-19 stimulus push included over $1 billion to the CDC for propaganda payoffs and bribes. They used this money to flood tech platforms, Hollywood writers, and influencers with cash, making sure they all promoted the mRNA jabs in return. This confirms that Hollywood has always been on the depopulation agenda, which is no surprise when you remember how much Hollywood leftists also promote abortion violence, serial murder. This was all taxpayer money used to brainwash Americans with a massive coordinated vaccine disinformation campaign run by Health and Human Services and the CDC. At the same time, Big Tech then targeted anyone who disagreed with the propaganda calling them the disinformation doesn't, even though they were telling the truth. The media was in on it the whole time, of course, and they refused to report on this bombshell HHS document even now. They've been complicit the entire time. When you realize the extent of this propaganda push, it becomes obvious that this was never about immunization or public health. There has been a far larger motivation behind the mRNA jabs, which it turns out install an operating system in your body. The amount of money and pressure behind this massive push reveals that the real goal was to make sure every human being on planet Earth was injected with a transhumanism operation, operating system that many experts say consists of self assembling synthetic biostructures and 5G-influenced nanoparticles. Clearly, the real motivation here is something far more conspiratorial and nefarious than public health. This is something on the scale of planetary genocide or even scenarios ripped right out of sci-fi worlds such as using billions of human bodies as biological hosts to grow AI, artificial intelligence control, biosynthetic, parasitic structures of some kind. Shocking dump of HHS records reveals world's largest vaccine propaganda campaign. The entire entertainment industry was bribed COVID vaccines. Black doctors were recruited. Evangelicals paid off. Comedy writers bribed to mock anti-vaxxers in comedy routines. Writers Guild screenwriters pumped with cash to push vaccine storylines. 
social media influencers paid off by HHC and CDC. Massive campaign was never about immunization or health. This was actually about installing human bodies with exotic technology, self-assembling biosynthetic structures are growing inside people. External 5G signals known to influence or activate these nanostructures. Humans could be host to exotic self-constructing tech that runs on artificial intelligence. Whew. Yes, saints, I know. That was deep. I understand. Brother Marshall? Brother Marshall? Unmuted. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help you. And help us all. Because he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, apart from Jesus, I can't drool, let alone praise his name. And rejoice in the Lord. How often? Just when things are going great? No, always. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Why would we rejoice? Because what's the worst thing that can happen to any of us? We leave our earthly bodies and we go be with him in all eternity. And we all know that these earthly bodies are only here for a little while. Maybe some of us will live two, three hundred years. I mean, you know, I don't know how long all of us are going to be here. Some scriptures say 120 years is a normal human life. I'm not quite sure. I know it lived to be about 600 before he built his ark. Well, I'm sure with the help of his sons, that was nice. So, Father, we thank you that we all need your help. And we thank you that your arm is not too short to save. And we thank you for sending your son and proving how much you love each and every one of us. Most of us have heard John 3.16. Some of us have heard, hearing his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. What does that word propitiation mean? That means the substitute and sacrifice for martial sins, all of our sins. It says, from what I understand, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. No one was born holy and righteous. I certainly wasn't. So I commit my works unto you, Lord Jesus, and my thoughts shall be established. I commit my way unto you, Lord Jesus. I trust also in you, and you will bring it to pass. And since the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, the pulling down the strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, we bind every one of these spirits with stinking thinking, every ungodly spirit of vain imagination, every high thing, every spirit behind proud wrath, and every ungodly spirit of retaliation, because the Lord says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. You know how to do that. Many of the saints at M-I-C, M-O-M, know about all those wonderful scriptures in, in Psalm 7, Psalm 9, Psalm 35. And we thank you for your adjudication, Father God, including those sending out curses in wherever that is, in Karabotorabaste, many of those other scriptures, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for your adjudication, Father God. And we thank you that you always give us the victory. Thanks be to God, who always causes us to triumph. Where? In Christ. Well, how do we get there? Oh, we have to repent of our sins, including ungodly fear, because fear and faith are equal and opposite. They both look to the future and demand to be fulfilled. Because where do we look to? We look to you, Lord Jesus. And that's why we do what Brother Bill posted. We do. We do your scriptures, Father God, in, in uh, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, says he that received his testimony has set to a seal that God is true. Have we all received his testimony? Do we drink into one spirit with him? Do we receive his cup of salvation? <clears throat> Jesus took our cup of cursing. So we have the privilege of receiving this cup of salvation. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. 
We thank you, Father, for the promise of the Spirit. We thank you, you said, to seek the Lord in His strength, seek His face continually. Why do we do that? Why do we keep looking for Him? Because we can't save ourselves. His name is Jesus. He was named by the angel. Father God sent the angel to Joseph in the dream, and Joseph got to name his stepson, because he really is the son of God, not the son of Joseph. Some of the phony scriptures think he's the son of Joseph. That's just one of Satan's little ploys. You know, the phony scriptures like the NIV and all those others. Even the New King James. Close, but not quite there yet. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for your real word. Because we are born again, not of corruptible seed. Oh, the enemy really wants to corrupt the seed. But we're born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, who liveth and abideth for what? For a week? For a millennium? No, forever. Jesus has the power of an endless life. So when we receive him, when we receive his spirit, we're given the gift of eternal life. Jesus says, take heed, this is my body which is broken for you. We're bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh. And you came in the flesh, <clears throat> Lord Jesus, and it says, Hosanna to the son of David. Who is Jesus? He's the son of David. What does that mean? He's the Messiah. He's the anointed one. What is that anointed? He's anointed with the oil of gladness above his fellows. Jesus hung on that tree for the joy that was set before him, the joy of every single one of us, not just Carolyn and not just Brother Bill, every one of the saints, not just Tammy, all of us, for the joy that was set before him because he saw, I'm doing this for my bride. Yes, even the men are part of the bride of Christ, and we thank for that glorious deliverance that you're giving us, Lord. And you said... The seed, the seed, who's this? The seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. <coughs> Over in Genesis 22:17, <coughs> And you said we're not supposed to exalt our gate, our authority. We don't have any authority apart from Jesus. But he gave us what? Dominion on the earth. Why? Because he has all power and authority in heaven and in earth. And Jesus made that really, really clear at the end of the Gospel of Matthew. So we call you in remembrance of your word, Heavenly Father, because Jesus can't lie. He only speaks for you given to say. And he says in Matthew 28:18, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of, like it says in Psalm 24, and it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, around verse 26. So we think of giving Jesus all power in heaven and in earth. And we give you praise and honor and glory for what you're doing, Lord, even now. And so we take the battle to the gate. Jesus is the door. He's the gate. He's the only gate to heaven. Even who was it? Uh, Jacob saw that in Genesis 28. Was that 2817? Thank the Holy Ghost. I don't know how many Jesus. I ask for your wisdom and your discernment. Help me to know how to pray the way you want, Father. And all of us, and anoint all of your servants to pray the way you want. And we're your servants, Lord. Your servants, your blood-bought sons and daughters of the Most High God, because we're born again by that seed, by that incorruptible seed. That seed is the Word of God, like it says in Luke 8:11. And this seed is planted in us as we chew on the Word of God. We chew on Him. And it says in Genesis 28:17. This was uh, Jacob, and he had the little dream there. He was using a pillow, some rocks for a pillow. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Jesus is the way, 
the truth, and the life. The way, the truth, and the life. Not from the World Economic Forum. And not from any pharmaceutical industry who wants to promise you eternal life by becoming part of a transhumanism, uh, whatever, Frankenstein type of creation, Father God. Father God, we ask you to deliver us all and we take the battle to the gate, just like it says in Isaiah 28, 6. Is that where it is? Help me, Holy Ghost, to get there. I'm sorry, saints, I haven't memorized all these, but the Lord is reminding me. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of adoption. And it says, and for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for a strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. So we turn the battle to the gate, Lord. To the, could the, and Jesus is the gate in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Father, we ask for your intervention, adjudication for every single one of these different situations that uh, Pastor Sabrina has so carefully tried to explain and read through most of it, Father God, and I think it's about most of us can take in one sitting anyway, Father God, and we thank you for your adjudication, every one of these things, including even the, the nicey-nice, the IMF tried to put on the uh, shrinking economy and increasing inflation, and, and of course, this all, is to blame Russia for all of it, right? But was Russia, uh, you know, prompted to invade Ukraine because um, maybe some people in the NATO-type group um, didn't like them for some reason because they were trying to uh, hang in there with their national sovereignty and they didn't want to be part of this World Economic Forum, Global Reset, maybe it was something like that. I don't know, but maybe, maybe, maybe not. We heard about different things that could have provoked them. They're trying to provoke them even now with blowing up that bridge to the part of their uh, what's part of their territory, Father God, in Jesus' name. And some uh, people, some people in the Biden administration, um, those demon-controlled uh, people have even admitted that they wanted to get rid of some of those pipelines that Russia already controlled. Russia didn't need to blow them up. They're going to try and blame it on Russia. What's, why is that important? Because those pipelines that come from Russia, as this fellow Donald Trump tried to warn them, you can't be totally dependent on Russia for all of your energy. That's not a wise move. And they laughed at him and laughed and scorned him. He was trying to warn the people in Germany and over there in Europe. They can't be dependent on this other country, especially when they thumb their nose at them and don't want to receive their own currency and they want to steal from them. So, Father God, we ask for adjudications because they did steal from the Russians multi-millions, hundreds of millions of dollars when they took them out of the SWIFT system. Well, how does that work? Well, because there's this little um, private central bank system that controls many of the Western countries like the United States and, and, and England, uh, we call it Great Britain, and uh, Germany and France and Italy. And many of these central banks, private central bank systems, they're not run by their individual countries. They're private. They're owned by some of these very wealthy bankers, maybe out of England, like the Rothschilds. And Father God, and the Rockefellers used to be connected. Maybe they still are. I don't know. But all these different people, maybe even those in the royalty group, Father God, from England. I don't know about all that. Some people think they are. Maybe from the Vatican. I don't know. The Vatican wanted all their money sent back to them in a big hurry recently, Father God. Why is that? Do they know something's going on with the economies globally? Father God, we ask for adjudication, Father God, from this and from those people in the so-called Biden regime that shut down the pipelines. He wrote those executive orders as soon as, well, whoever it was that was giving him the instructions, he just signed them. <laughs> what a useful, whatever. Praise the Lord. And maybe it was his puppet. His many puppets, Father God. Many, not, not puppets, many people that stand and look sort of like him, but they have different earlobes and all that. So, Father God, grant us your discernment. 
in Jesus' name. Father, we ask for adjudication. Father, you expose these things and provide for all of your children. We claim all the benefits of the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. Well, that's nice. He's the shepherd. But Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd over in John chapter 10. What does the good shepherd do? Oh, he laid down his life for his sheep. There were bears and wolves coming, trying to snatch away the sheep. And he goes to look for those lost sheep. I used to be one of those too, Lord. And you went looking for me, and I was so confused. I didn't understand what was going on. But you're not the author of confusion, Lord. And you draw me back with your loving kindness. You woo us with your loving kindness. You draw us back with your perfect love that casts out all fear. And if God be for us, who can be against us? We thank you for drawing us all back to that perfect love relationship with the creator of heaven and earth who has all power in heaven and earth. So we don't have to sweat these little things that are going on right now in these last days, Father God. And you told us these things would happen. You told us you said it would be a time to try the people on the earth. So help us all to be accounted worthy. And all of our family members, even those that have made the little mistake, Father God, by listening to the new primary news medias, Father God, as if they were the, the, the social outlets media and the Instagrams and all that stuff, the, the people they thought they were their friends on Instagram, they may be AI bots or they may be who knows what, uh, whatever. Father God, I don't want to go to jumping to conclusions, Father God, but we ask you to deliver those that can be delivered. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever, or all whosoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be sozo, shall be saved, like it says in, in Romans 10:13, like it says in Acts 2:21. We're all whosoever, and we can call upon the name of the Lord and be sozo, be saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. Delivered from spirits of ungodly fear. Delivered by taking, from taking anxious thought for tomorrow. Delivered from, from carrying grudges and trying to get even. Well, I don't want to get even with those people, those Fauci's and all that. He's just a low-level guy. Yeah, he got a few bucks. That's nice for him. But you know what? The bucks are going to be changing very soon. They're going to be coming out with a new currency, Father. And we know they're trying to bring out their global digital currency, Father God. Why is that? Oh, there's just one more avenue to control people. Oh, you have to have this. Oh, we'll give you a little annual allotment. And maybe we'll let you live in a little cardboard box. I mean, a nice little apartment. And, and, and if, if you do what we tell you to do, and, and you kiss the CCP's guidelines, you maybe, maybe you, you, can, you can get your allotment of, of uh, whatever it is, uh, meat grown in a, in a high-rise lab somewhere in the city. Isn't that nice? Little, little um, interesting meat. Uh, maybe it's mixed up with some bugs or something. Father God, we ask you to deliver us from every spirit of ungodly fear, Father God, because we know thy words were found, and I did eat them. A man does not live by bread alone. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. But thy word is unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I'm called by thy name. She, the bride of Christ that Jesus purchased with his own blood, lives by Jesus live by your word, live by your name. So we live by you. We eat your words, Father God, and we thank you, Lord. Your word tastes really, really good, Father God, really, really sweet to our taste, Father God, like honey, like honey, like sweet wafers. You rain down living bread from heaven. You ask us to feed on your word daily. You ask the Jewish people back then in wherever that Exodus Exodus 16, 4, to, to take, the, take, the, take the manna from heaven that was rained down six days out of the seven, and go gather it. And they bound it, they grounded it, and they made meal out of it, and they ate it, and it was good for them. You can provide for your people, even when the CCP and other people have other plans for us, Father. We ask you to deliver us from all these people behind the CCP and their associations with all these different things, Father God, including those behind the, and the changes in the 
financial system, Father God, in the, in the Western regime, Father God, and even what's going on over in, in the uh, so-called BRICS nations that are trying to come up with a different currency, not based on the U.S. dollar's uh, predominance, which was based on oil, which has already been yanked away by Saudi Arabia. So we know we can't depend on this, a totally fabricated dollars backed by full faith and credit of hot air. So, Father God, we thank you that some countries are backing their currencies with gold and other things that are a little bit more dependable. But, Father God, we have something far more dependable than gold. We have that faith that comes by hearing your word. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. And that's the true riches. The true riches that come by hearing your word and knowing that you love us perfectly. So, Father, we ask for your divine intervention concerning these things from the uh, Chinese Communist Party trying to put in um, a police force even in New York City. This is the first I've heard of it tonight. So I thought I'd heard a lot of interesting things in the past. This is, this, this is interesting. It doesn't take the cake, but it's pretty interesting. The 110 Overseas Police Service Station available right here in the United States of America. Father God, we ask for divine intervention adjudication. You said no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And that's a really important scripture over there in Isaiah 54:17. My mother-in-law couldn't remember the address when she was in her mid-90s, but she remembered that scripture. <laughs> Praise God, the Holy Ghost brought that back to her recollection. She loved that scripture. And we, we claim that scripture, Father God, especially the last part of it. The righteousness is of me, saith the Lord, because you said only God is good. Jesus says that over in, in Mark 10, around verse 18. And God really is the only one who's good. So we continue to praise and bless your holy, holy, holy name. And that's how we have the victory. Because you're good and you give us, you render unto man your righteousness. Like it says over in Job 33, around verse 26. And you give us the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Because none of us can make ourselves righteous. But you give us that gift of righteousness by the blood of the Lamb. That's the grace of God. Have you tasted that the Lord is gracious? You know, his mouth is most sweet. You know, grape juice is pretty sweet. His mouth is most sweet. Honey's pretty sweet, too. His mouth is most sweet. He's altogether lovely. And this is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. He's our friend. And he said that he loves us perfectly. We thank you for that perfect love. We ask you to deliver us from every plan and wile and scheme of the enemy, and we know you're going to do it. Because you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered, shall be sozo, saved, healed, delivered, preserved, made whole. And you said, a lamb for a house in Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. And when every spirit trying to steal the word of God from our hearts and minds, we bind every one of those ungodly spirits in Jesus' name. Every demon coming against our minds and hearts, we bind each and every one of them. Because Jesus says, behold, he gives you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you, notwithstanding rejoice not that the demons, the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for engraving our names in the palms of your hand. Like you said in, in Isaiah 49, wherever that is, uh, one of the teens, 19, whatever. Thank you, Father God, for Holy Ghost reminding us of your word in Jesus' name. So, Father, we ask your divine intervention adjudication including the overreach of the Chinese Communist Party, even in their own area, even in Wuhan, where they use 5G against their own people. Those people didn't die from a random released back you know uh virus uh it was all triggered by 5g more 5g towers in wuhan than any other place and it only stayed in that one little city are we learning anything yet but we thank you father god for providing divine protections to every witchcraft curse 
including electronic witchcraft coming from 5G, uh, directed energy weapons, whether it be from 5G or any other 6G or any other planned things ahead for the future, a return back on the demon sending, Satan, you're bound, every mind-blinding spirit is bound, every one of your demons will return back on the spirit sending them to do to them what they intend to do to us. Render unto our neighbors, sevenfold into their bosom, never reproach, with never reproach, the Lord, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of coming, and we clean every spirit, trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Thank you for exposing all these things as we've been praying, Father God, according to Matthew 10, 26, Luke uh, 12, 2, Luke 8, 17, uh, Mark uh, was at uh, 4.22. Thank you for exposing what the enemy is doing, even now, and not just to us, not just those associated with Miracle Outreach Ministries, Father God, but all the saints, Father God, and all those coming into the body of Christ, many, many, many in the Valley of Decision, Father God, in this time. Thank you, Father. And every witchcraft curse is bound to return to bound to return to the Spirit, send and do to them what they intend to do to, do to us in Jesus' name above all names, in whose name every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Even as the word says over in Philippians 2, 9 and following, for God hath highly exalted him, the Lord Jesus, and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, including those behind this nonsense, and every tongue should, of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, he's the master, he's Lord, to God, to the glory of God the Father. Thank you for your glory for defense, Father. Thank you for restoring the glory the Lord Jesus had with you from before the foundation of the world. Jesus, just like Jesus says over in John chapter 17, and your word is forever settled in heaven. Heaven and earth is going to be changed, Father God. You're going to wrap it up like an old set of clothes. You put it in the uh, goodwill uh, pile or something, you know, full of holes and malt-eaten or whatever. But this earth may be changed, but your word remains the same. Your word is 100% dependable, which is why we claim all the benefits of Psalm 91 over each and every one of us and all of our family members, those coming into the body of Christ, those that have been backslidden, those that have even taken the job, because you can do exceedingly more than we can ask or imagine. And we thank you for sanctifying us by your word, sanctifying us by your blood, sanctifying us by your good spirit. And we thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven. Jesus says in John 17, 5, because you are very present help in times of need, Lord. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was, in John 17, 5. And Jesus says in John 17, 11, And now I'm no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those who now give me, and they be one as we are. So we thank you, Father, for delivering us and keeping us by the power of your name. And we thank you, Father God, for even inspiring Pat Holiday many years ago to say, Oh, you know what? If you take these little iodine drops, you can get them from uh, Alex Jones Group. If you can get them from the people Alex Jones Group, little iodine soft tissues of the body, not just the brain, but through the female's the breast tissue too. And I
Manifest the savior of his knowledge, blessing in every place in Jesus' name. Amen.